Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning, everyone. This is Michael Goldsmith, and I'm with Father Tim Buren here in St. Charles Borromeo Church in St. Charles, Minnesota. It's just great to be with you this morning. This is Real Presence Live, and we're uh, just had Mass, and it's been a beautiful morning so far. We're all set and ready to go here, and what a beautiful church we, we are in. This is our third time, I believe, here, Father. And we welcome you back, Michael, and all of you that are listening. What a great opportunity it is for us to welcome you from wherever you are at. On the radio, we are grateful that you are here this morning. So thanks for joining us. Oh, it's just great to be here, Father. I think um, we'll just uh, start right away with prayer. How's that? Let us begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, our Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for the ways that you bless us and call us by name. Through the intercession of Saints Joachim and Anne, we're grateful for their wisdom and guidance. And then in a particular way, we pray for all of our grandparents, that they are models for us in the faith. And as they continue to hand down the faith, that we are inspired by their witness. Bless this time together, that everything is for your glory and honor. Bless those who are presenting, those that are listening, so that ultimately we glorify you in all things. Through Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks so much, Father, for starting us out with a, with prayer, and we're going to take it to our production assistant, Aaron, and he's going to give us a preview. Thank you very much, Michael. This is going to be a great show today. We've got Mar- Mark and Alicia Haugi to talk about their inspirational stories during Inspired Sharing Your Journey. We'll also have Father Beeren here for straight talk. Get those questions ready from 9.30 to 10 Central. We'll also be lifting up your prayers during Prayerfully Yours. We've got Sarah Vetter coming on to talk about Onward and Upward program. We'll also have Jane Bars to talk about the Inner Healing Retreat, a beautiful time to just step back and see how God works in our lives. And we'll also have Amy Julian to talk about natural family planning, the seminar that's coming up in the Diocese of Rapid City. All this coming up here on Real Presence Live. Right back to you guys. Well, thank you, Aaron. We are so happy to be here again, like we've said. And how have you been, Father? It's been a while since I've done anything with you, so... Well, it's uh, just life is great. God is good. You know, it's wonderful to see the different ways the Lord, of course, is inspiring um, all of us. We've been very busy here in the St. Charles community. We just finished with the county fair last week, and then our neighboring county, now Olmsted County in Rochester, has their fair. So we have a lot of young people involved in 4-H, so it's great to be able to see their projects, and, and it's really a lot of fun. I have a seminarian, Michael, uh, that comes with me, and we go to the fair, and it's just great to see uh, different people there and, and really to see them hard at work and then to bring that back to the life of the community. It's a wonderful gift for all of us. Yes. All right. And I, we are going to start our next segment here. Inspired. Sharing your journey.
This is kind of a way of bringing people in from our communities and kind of sharing what's going on in their lives. And so we're going to welcome Mark and Alicia Haugi. How are you guys? We are great. Good. Good morning. Good morning. It's so great for you to be here. This is uh, the National uh, Natural Family Planning Awareness Week, and throughout the week on, on Real Presence Live here, we're, we've been sharing stories of encouragement and hope as married couples journey through the joys and struggles that come with practicing NFP. So this morning, uh, we just want to start and uh, just welcome Mark and Alicia, and we just uh, why don't you start out and tell us a little bit about yourselves so why don't we start with alicia all right thank you so very much for having us here today um very excited to be here um i am originally from stuartville minnesota not far from here and um was very fortunate to meet the love of my life my husband mark while i was attending winona state university and uh, we have been married for 10 wonderful years now and have three beautiful children together and uh, I, I come by the way of California, um, born in Lake City, so a natural Minnesotan. And uh, again, I, I met Alicia at Winona State University, and I fell in love through, uh, through prayer who uh, brought her into my life. That's awesome. I, I just thank you guys for being here this morning. And uh, me and my wife did natural family planning. Uh, we have three beautiful children also. Uh, so I know what's going on and it's a very good program uh, and it really helps couples I think really to strengthen and bring you to closer to Christ and in in joining in in your communion together as a as a husband and wife uh, can you kind of talk about your journey as and you know, how the story goes along but can you share the God moment for how this uh, interview came together well, yes, I'd be really happy to. Um, I just wanted to mention, too, that today, uh, we, like I mentioned, we have three beautiful children, and today is our middle son, Harvey's birthday today. Oh, so, <laughs> Yes, so Harvey is turning six today. So, um, And then I wanted to just share kind of a little fun fact about um, Harvey's birthday. Um, so not only does Harvey have his birthday today, but it is also my grandfather's birthday. And my birthday is tomorrow. Mm. And uh, so growing up, my grandfather and I celebrated our birthdays together every single year. And it was, you know, we were birthday buddies. It was a very special thing um, that we had together. And then in 2010, my grandfather passed away. And he actually passed away on his birthday, on July 26th. And so needless to say, it was a very difficult um, year for um, our family. But fast forward three years later, in 2013, Mark and I were expecting our second child and we were so very blessed when we found out we had a beautiful boy born and um, we just you know number one we were just so thankful because you know we had this healthy beautiful almost 11 pound baby boy and um, I had my new birthday buddy back again and um, and yes, so the Lord really blessed us. And so especially on this feast day of St. Joachim and Anne, you know, who are the patron saints of grandparents, I just wanted to mention that. So we're so very, so very blessed to have Harvey and all of the children. As your pastor, I'm very grateful that you have said yes to this. And we didn't know if it was going to be possible because Mark, uh, of course, um, is usually at work. And this was totally a God moment. We like how this worked, that when we reached out to you, it just so happened that because of the circumstances of the birthday today, uh, Mark was able to take off work for that purpose, and then now they're sh uh, sharing part of their time with us this morning. So again, thank you so much for being here. 
So uh, can you tell us a little about when you were dating and engaged? Did, did you know anything about natural family planning, Mark? Yeah, I, I personally had never even heard of natural family planning, to be honest. Um, but I did know I was in love with Alicia and that if she wanted to do something, that I was on board. Yeah. Were you, were you born Catholic? I was born Catholic, okay. yes, cradle Catholic, yep. and uh, um, grew up in Los Angeles, okay. um, attending Holy Spirit out there in San Pedro, California. Sure. Um, but uh, by the way of, uh, of college, I ended yep. up here and... Um, I met Alicia, and, and she, uh, while we were dating, talked to me about natural family planning and, and what it meant to, uh, to uh, practice that in your family. Yeah. And your preparation work, then, was there part of that as you prepared for the sacrament of marriage? Was there instructions from your, your pastor at the time, or perhaps a, a pre-Cana uh, class? Yes, definitely. Well, as soon as Mark and I were engaged, we um, started attending Theology of the Body classes um, mm. that Resurrection Catholic Church was hosting. Father Matt Fastnot was the teacher for those, which was so eye-opening for us. And then we started you know, searching and digging for more information about NFP. So we actually mm -hmm. went and talked to the priest, um, Father Tom Loomis, who was at Resurrection at the time. And he actually shared with us that, oh, there's this NFP social coming up at St. John the Evangelist. So please attend that and go there and talk to other couples, get more information. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of our first foot in the door, I would say. Awesome. So folks, as you're listening to Real Presence Live here, uh, we're grateful that Mark and Alicia Hauge have joined us this morning. If you could see them uh, through the airwaves, you would see the joy and enthusiasm and the great faith that really just uh, really flows from them. So we're grateful uh, to both of you for being here and really to be open to sharing your story. And you do it with such great joy. And, and uh, where does that joy come from in, in relationship to uh, being able to, to, to utilize NFP and also to, uh, to share that uh, with the rest of the community? How can you how can you share that with us? I'd say one of the beautiful gifts about natural family planning is that um, Mark and I have been able to really bond in a number of ways from very early on in our relationship. Um, just taking the steps to learn about natural family planning and our you know our communication has strengthened so much in you know these last ten years, and so just due to this gift of natural family planning and utilizing that in our marriage every single day through you know our beginning stages through three children you know it's been a journey. So yes. Well, this is Michael Goldsmith, and I'm with Father Tim Barron, and we are listening uh, to Mark and Alicia Hauge talk about natural family planning. And I tell you, it's just great for you guys to be here. If you could kind of fill in a little bit more on that, Mark, what, you know, the connection between when you were when you were getting ready for your for your pre-cana and going through that. Uh, what was your take on it? Being not knowing much about you know natural family planning, and where were you? Yeah, sure. Um, so we discussed all the different methods that are out there because there, there's a few. Um, and um, we landed on um, the... The symptothermal, symptothermal method. method. Yeah, from the couple to couple league. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, at that point in time, um, we, were, uh, we learned that we had to take your temperature at a certain time um, every day consistently. Mm -hmm. And um, so prior, prior to marriage, I, I, would, I would get on the phone at 6 a.m. every morning and give her a call and say, it's time to take your temperature. Mm -hmm. And I'd record down that... that, that uh, temperature and and when we were together again we would chart together and and really get to learn her fertility cycle it was really a bonding moment to be honest it, it, it aside from natural family planning and the idea of spacing um, with family um, it really is a bonding moment too it is and I, and I like that you know because I we were together we learned about it after our marriage me and my wife Sharon yes. you know and we went to the, some of the same classes because mm -hmm. we were at Resurrection yes. Church also so I remember those. They mm -hmm. were great. They were. But I, I like that, Mark, though, where you were, even before marriage, you were connecting with her in that. And 
I, I don't remember that in my, but we had other ways of connecting, but I really do like that, you know, the bonding that natural family planning kind of takes together and brings the marriage, you know, that you're both doing something. It's not just the the woman that's taking care of everything, Absolutely. you know, so, yes. yeah, so when you guys got married, how did that change? Once you moved from, you know, doing that and you went through the pre-cana and everything, how did that change once you guys became into the sacrament and, and bonded? I think one of the biggest things that we still kind of joke about is that he no longer has to call me at 6 a.m. every morning and <laughs> gently, you know, wake me up, you know, and, and, uh, and we don't have to, you know, wait now to chart, right. you know, every, so now that we're married, um, you know, we're able to, to, you know, really live this, you know, right. and, and incorporate this into our marriage. And so, um, it's just really helped us to grow deeper as a couple because, you know, we're living in it, we're in it right now and it works. It's, you know, so very successful and we've had such, you know, a good experience with it mm-hmm. over these past 10 years. And I don't know, Mark, is there something yeah, like that? Well, well, over the years, you know, as you gather data, because if you call it that, I'm, I'm an IT person. So <laughs> I, I, as we gather data on her fertility cycle, we really get to know, uh, um, better and better exactly what time it is right to to conceive children so and that's been a wonderful blessing in our lives in fact both of you since you've been married have really taken this to the next level how has that uh, uh, been a part of your life in your in your sacrament go ahead Mark. well um while we were taking our pre-cana classes uh, we really really enjoyed the exposure to uh, um to nfp and and all that comes with that uh, that that experience and uh, when we came to St. Charles as a couple and moved in, we were blessed that this particular uh, parish um, exactly is actually hosting uh, pre-cana classes. And so we, we were happy to be involved in that. Yes, we just couldn't believe it when we, you know, moved to St. Charles and registered here at the church and then come to find out that our church actually hosted a pre-Cana day for the Diocese of Winona. We just thought, what a a gift, you know, and an answer of prayers, really, because Mm -hmm. I can still remember when Mark and I left um, from our engaged encounter, we were fortunate to attend a weekend engaged encounter up at the Dunrovin Retreat Center in Stillwater. Mm -hmm. It was just such a fruitful and prayerful time when we were there. And I remembered us driving home from that weekend saying, oh my word, wouldn't it just be such a gift if we could one day, you know, be involved in a pre-Cana day like this. Mm -hmm. And so once again, your God moment, your Holy Spirit moment, you know, asking you shall receive. Here we go. We moved to St. Charles and we've now been actively involved in the pre-Cana day for 10 years. So um, we started off as just a moderator couple. And um, at the time they asked us to share like about a five minute testimony, personal testimony of how NFP has been working in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And now over the years, it's morphed into we're able to give about a 30 minute talk and still share our personal testimony and yet go a little deeper and share about the different methods of natural family planning. Yes. Well, we're talking with Mark and Alicia Haugi. I'm Michael Goldsmith and Father Tim Buren here on Real Presence Live. And this is National Family Planning Week, Awareness Week. And you bring up a good point about the, you know, bringing that out and the awareness that we need to, to show. You know, there's people that are struggling what to do. And, you know, Father, you had a great thing in your homily this morning about we need to live the faith we need to bring that out into the community we can't just hold on to it and 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 so you're doing that in in many in many ways how but what kind of struggles are you did you kind of face 
and then you know kind of to share that with other people mm -hmm. and we we have a few minutes here we're going to carry over into after our our break but so feel free to kind of talk to that Alicia if you would and then Mark sure. maybe you can I think one of the very first struggles that Mark and I faced was where to find more information. So um, at that time, you know, I don't feel that there was as many resources available. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we were, you know, just newly engaged, you know, didn't know a lot of other young couples in the area. And so didn't have a lot of different areas to reach out to. And so right away, like I mentioned, we reached out to our priest and he was such a help. You know, that was our foot in the door to get ourselves started. And we eventually just had to do our own research and um, ended up ordering the whole kitten caboodle from the couple to couple league the mm -hmm. whole book and the workbooks and everything and just took it from there yeah. so that was one of our biggest struggles it was just where to start and what method is going to really fit the best for us Go ahead, Mark. yeah that indeed is it, what, what, what it was it was it was finding the information and um, we were blessed that that the couple to couple league was out there mm -hmm. um, and and certainly since then it's been 10 years um, there's a lot more information available it's become much more mainstream yep and so it, it, it's a blessing that that, that um, it's that, that it's there for us being more mainstream do you find it uh, easier than for couples to be able to be able to access that information what do you think about that mm -hmm. I feel that you know with the World Wide Web with the internet at everyone's fingertips mm -hmm. I mean the wealth of information that is out there you know people are able to get out there and do their own research mm -hmm. and really you have to be your own advocate you know yeah. you have to you know step up and and you know do what is right and you know find what's going to really work for you yeah, and right. you can even find mentoring couples and, and, and right. instructors Absolutely. out there and there's yes. bad there's bad things to that too I mean there's misinformation certainly out there so yes. I mean that's where that's where coming together with you know some of the things that you're doing and bringing people into the pre-cana you know yes research it but you know well we're gonna be we're gonna be going to a break here so uh, we're gonna come right back and we're gonna still continue and talk with you and uh, so coming up after we'll continue the conversation and we'll jump to the stump the priest with straight talk Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. It's the 63rd Annual PRCA Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match, August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Top PRCA Cowboys compete for the title champion and collect thousands in prizes on the world's best bucking horses. Celebrate past champions or join in the live Calcutta of Cowboys on August the 2nd. The Champions Ride August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Exit 7 on I-94, east of Beach, North Dakota. Gates open at 10. The excitement begins at 1. Advanced tickets and information at hotrnd.com. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Inspired. Sharing your journey. Well, welcome back, and thanks for being with us today. This is Natural Family Planning Aware. This week we are talking with Mark and Alicia Hauge. I am Michael Goldsmith with Father Tim Buren here at St. Charles Borneo Church in St. Charles, Minnesota. It's great to be with you this morning. I just want to tell you to get ready because we're going to have straight talk after this. We're going to get back to talking with Mark and Alicia Hauge. But call in at 877-795-0122 with any of your questions. Get those ready to have Father on his toes and uh, maybe try to stump him a little bit. So back to Mark and Alicia, Father, you want to go ahead? Well, one of the things that I've noticed uh, being your pastor for the past couple of years is, again, your enthusiasm, both Mark and Alicia, with presenting to other couples, um, again, preparing for the sacrament of marriage. But as a pastor, and for any of those that are listening, uh, we can really uh, readily admit that a lot of our couples are anxious about coming to that either weekend or day-long retreat. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of that anxiety is because they really don't know the fullness of what's going to be happening. What has been your experience after these day-long retreats or weekend retreats with couples that have uh, seemingly been anxious about NFP and then uh, and then being able to go forward with some more joy that you really radiate for them as well as the Lord works through you. So, Alicia, how about if you start with that? Sounds great. Yes. Um, once again, you know, since we've been involved with the Pre-Cana Day for the past 10 years, um, it's really, I've been able to see how it's morphed over the years. So when we first started just by sharing our little five-minute testimony, um, after we were done, when we said, come find us for more questions, more information, we hardly had anybody. But as the years have gone on, couples have been kind of sprinkling in, you know, slowly but surely, we were getting more questions, more couples who were wanting more information. How do I, you know, what is my next step? Where do I go from here? And so um, it's just now, I'd even say this last year was really surprising to us. Why don't you share, Mark, who came up to us afterwards to um, to talk? Do you remember? Well, we were both surprised <laughs> because it was actually a man. One of the, oh. one of the gentlemen came up that was one of the, part of the an engaged couple and he came up and he was the one on fire just looking forward to wanting to practice this and awesome. he's like if there's any way you can convince my significant other to be on board so yeah, that is beautiful really, yes absolutely <laughs> I, I love mark's look there. <laughs> mark is shaking his head with enthusiasm you have to understand that so i he, thought she was asking for a name <laughs> <laughs> i'm not good with names either but it was priceless mark you're like what <laughs> but that was great but thank you it was, you know um I had trouble like opening up 
um, this is an intimate thing, kind of, really. Yes, I is. mean, but it, it is a part of God and about having Christ be center in in your marriage. And it's really not only a commitment, but I mean, you are really placing God in control of what what is going on in your marriage. And that is through the church, our eyes is to for procreation. Yes. That's what we're called to, you know, when we go into the sacrament and being open to that. But this is really, you know, allowing God to bring that together. And when you're ready in God's time and that, you know, so, but I remember that being, I mean, have you seen that with some couples and stuff? I mean, is that a big thing for people to not really be open because it seems so intimate? Well, I, I think it does. Um, it is really just such a beautiful gift that we've been given, the gift of natural family planning and getting to know, you know, your body and your fertility signs that are naturally there. I mean, it's just such a gift if people would just recognize that yes. and know that they don't have to turn to other options. God has designed us exactly how we are for everything to work just as it is, yeah. with nothing added in. Just It's just... I just we just can't stress that enough to yeah. people to just try it because if practiced correctly it has over a 99% effective rate mm -hmm. natural family planning does and so you know why wouldn't you try it right yeah, and, and um, fun fact is that only 4% of people that practice NFP end in divorce and I think that that is wow. a, a bonus I didn't know that that's a good yeah. yeah thanks for bringing that up Mark that is important I mean that is really what we're trying to do is tie our marriages and keep them Christ-centered yes. I mean that's what you know, this is the aspect of our marriages. I know that there's more to it, and Father could probably go into a length about, you know, the sacrament. But this really is the core of we're supposed to be the domestic church. And we're supposed to bring that, you know, into our lives and, and, and live that out. And, you know, what a way and a joy to bring that in together as a couple and allowing Christ to be in the center of that. So that is just beautiful. And I, we have a few more, uh, like a minute or so here. Do you guys want to like add anything to it or? Well, I think another thing that's really worth mentioning is that, you know, NFP is not always easy. You know, it does require dedication and hard work and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. um, but also, you know, natural family planning can help women, you know, with who have, you know, maybe some underlying health issues, you know, maybe some women think, well, no, I have this issue. You know, I can't do that because of this, but no, um, it can help women with abnormal or irregular menstrual cycles or women who are suffering from polycystic ovarian syndrome, mm. also with um, premenstrual syndrome or women who have had repetitive miscarriages. You can actually seek out a doctor who is um, in the NAPRO technology uh, physician in that healthcare system and they can help you get the help you need. They can look at your chart. It's never too early to start charting is what we like to tell engaged couples. Start charting right away so that you have the data there so you can get the help that you need. It's very encouraging and we want to hear about these encouraging ways that, again, any of our listeners or somebody that may know of somebody in their extended family or friendship circles that really needs to hear this message and how really NFP is helpful in so many of these other ways that a lot of us may not even be aware. Is there a favorite website that you find yourself going to or is there a, um, a favorite um, you know, a group that you find yourself encouraged by, Mark or Alicia? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess starting with the group, we've been very 
very blessed. Um, like I mentioned earlier, when we were taking classes, Theology of the Body classes at Resurrection Catholic mm -hmm. Church, we um, had a, a great opportunity to meet some wonderful young couples in the parish. And we have been together as a, a group of friends for over 10 years now. Father Matt Fastnot actually was the in, very instrumental mm -hmm. in getting us together. And we call ourselves the St. John Vianney Group. And um, our mission is to uh, pray for the vocation of priests. But anyway, we've had such a great circle of friends there. Surround yourself with people who can support you on this journey because it's not always easy. Mm -hmm. So definitely that. And then also just, you know, when you figure out which method is right for you, go exactly directly to that website because that website lays everything out so very, you know, clearly for you. And, yeah. and it makes it so easy for you to find the information you're looking for. And I think the USCCB has a, a great resource and a, and and uh, links and things to go to. I mean, that's a great source. Uh, our diocese even has links, I believe, uh, to go on. Every single diocese in our listening yep. area definitely does, and definitely take advantage of all of those ways again to be able to reach out. And local diocese, of course, would have have those uh, have those references as well. You know, one of the things that I just wanted to thank uh, Alicia and Mark for is that their witness locally here in our parish. They're very humble. They're very enthusiastic, obviously on the air, but they're also very humble. And uh, when we uh, asked them to be a part of this uh, segment on Real Presence Live, we wanted them to be present uh, just because they really truly represent, and no offense to you guys, the average couple. And I think that is a beautiful gift because anybody, therefore, can, can accomplish this. Mm -hmm. So, Mark, uh, you know, you um, as a father, you know, witnessing the faith um, when you come to mass with your children. I love uh, how, um, you know, Harvey today, as we celebrate his birthday, of <laughs> course, yeah, he comes up to me almost every single mass and he says, thank you, Father, for the beautiful mass. Yeah. You know, and that is because you two are witnessing in the sacrament to your children and really are also witnessing to other couples as well. Is there, without mentioning names, another couple that you think you may have potentially inspired to assist that will influence others that are listening? Well, I'd have to say our parents are, are the starting point um, for the, our, our inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just talking about what, what's going on in, in the Mass and, and how important it is it has been really, really uh, effective with our kids. They, they, just, they just suck it up. They, just, they love it. And uh, to be honest, uh, I, I couldn't be more happy. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure being here with you. I mean, we could talk for hours, I think, on this. Unfortunately, we're at the end of this segment here, and we really thank you so much for being here with us. Alicia and Mark Haugie, uh, your family is beautiful. I consider you a great friend, and thank you so much for being here today. We're getting ready here to go to Straight Talk. We're going to have Father answer some questions. He may have a few other things maybe to add about natural family planning, or I, I don't know, maybe you guys have questions. You can kind of, So 877 we're getting ready to go right into that. So call in with your questions. Hi there. This is Straight Talk. We're here in St. Charles, Minnesota, at St. Charles Borromeo Church, and uh, we are so happy to be here. Father Tim Buren is here, and we are waiting for your questions. Your questions are so important. Uh, if you have un un things that aren't uh, quite 
sitting well with you or maybe you have uh, something that you're struggling with, give us a call at 877-795-0122 and uh, you can talk with Father and ask him your question. We can also do that on Facebook. So go to the Real Presence uh, Radio uh, Facebook page and you can type your note in right there. We are certainly excited to bring this uh, segment. This is a, a wonderful segment because any questions that you may have to call in, uh, you're, you're sitting on the fence uh, trying to discern whether or not you want to make that call. Well, here's the reality. Uh, the Holy Spirit is probably prompting you. And why is that? Not only do you have the question, but others in our listening area have a similar question. So we'd love for you to call in 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. We're sitting here in beautiful St. Charles Borough Mail Catholic Church in the White Water River Valley here and uh, Whitewater River Valley State Park. It's a beautiful park in southeast Minnesota. Uh, no mosquitoes down here, by the way, people. So if you're ever looking for a mosquito-free uh, visit, come on down here. And that is the truth uh, with the uh, the fishing and, and all of the beauty that we have in our local area with the constant moving water. Uh, the mosquitoes really have no uh, ability to do their thing. So uh, come and join us. But uh, again, if you have any questions on anything, uh, please uh, please uh, shout out and give us a call and we'd be uh, happy to have you here with us today. So again, with Mark and Alicia Haugie, just so blessed to have them talk about uh, natural family planning. And again, um, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into, Michael, when I came to this parish and how blessed indeed it is. In fact, when uh, we were talking about this segment, Michael, we were talking about different couples, and there was actually several couples that we could have chosen from, and, and I just love how the Lord works. And, and you've seen this in your own uh, ministry here with uh, um, RPR, that the Lord is constantly at work. Yes. And as a result, uh, the Lord always at work. We uh, we see how that's a beautiful gift, and how Oops. how the Lord is um, truly uh, blessing this ministry. And so, again, if you have any questions, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. The number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Sorry about that. I had a technical difficulty there. So uh, yes, I I am so blessed with Real Presence Radio, and I'm I've met so many great people in this ministry, but. Again, it ties back to with natural family planning in my marriage and how that worked with me. Um, it was a blessing. And uh, we wanted to have more children, but I, I was diagnosed with cancer. And so my wife was also with a polycystic uh, ovarian, and she had problems too. But through that natural family planning and doing all this, we were able to work through that. And, uh, you know, it was a great blessing that we have three beautiful children from that, but you know, uh, it really actually helped us become closer through that and uh, kind of work through not being able to have any more children too after that. So, when I was in undergraduate seminary at Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary in Winona, we actually had a a couple that came in to instruct us yearly on NFP, and I found that as a potential uh, priest at the time, again discerning the possibility of priesthood, uh, that this was an important part of our ministry, and so I found it very very helpful to have this couple come in. Uh, she was a university professor at St. Mary's University of Winona. He was a uh, MD in um, in Rochester, so I found that to be very helpful. And when I went on to major seminary again, that was part of our curriculum because this again is very important. And when couples do discover NFP, they they really realize, Michael, as you have shared and as we have heard from both Mark and Alicia, that it is not as difficult. And it uh, you know get that fear away because uh, um, the blessings are even more abundant than the challenges that you may think are there. Right? Yeah, they are. I mean. 
There's always going to be challenges. I mean, that's part of our life. So we have to just, you know, trust in God. We have to place it there and we have to, you know, be open to his spirit moving in, in what we're doing. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's just a, a beautiful blessing to be a part of what's going on in the church right now. I think, again, with your homily again this morning, Father, I think it was a beautiful homily. Uh, you You were talking about, again, how we need to live our faith, but it's really, I mean, you know, the, the priest is a part of that, for sure. I mean, you have to be the sacramental side of the church, and you're here for a great reason, and, and not only just for the Eucharist, but, you know, for all the other sacraments that are there. But it really is for us as baptized people of the faith that we are also supposed to be priest, prophet, and king in our baptism. So it is really, you know, up to us to bring these people back to the church and with mark and alicia also you know doing these kind of ministries is important absolutely and again if you have any questions about these uh topics that michael and i have been talking about 877-795-0122 we are very uh, blessed right now michael if you'll uh, do me a favor we look out of this uh, room that we're in right now it's mm -hmm. all glassed into the hallway and then across the hallway there is glass because it's an overflow area for uh, children that may be upset during mass mm -hmm. and what do we see right through there we see the Lord on the altar so it is right now uh, in our parish we have Eucharistic adoration um, and uh, we have this ongoing and so it's just beautiful for us just to really simply uh, be in the presence of the Lord but also be present with all of you who are listening on the air so we're grateful for your for your listening um, one of the things that I you know was challenged by this past uh, couple weeks actually in two weeks we've had seven funerals and uh, I have discovered the importance again for faith obviously that's that's the norm for me as, as a Catholic priest but again the, the gentle reminders when I've been meeting with families in this very difficult time, whether it's an untimely passing or whether uh, this person was, um, they knew they were going to be passing away, um, it is still um, interesting to see those that are tapped into their faith, those that have been living it out, no matter how tragic or how difficult a death may be, they're actually able to move through that moment uh, because of their faith. So that's why we need to continue to keep Jesus close. And our relationship with the Lord must be always closer. And that in the sacramental life of the church, Michael, we see that time and time again, and you you see that in your own experience as a dad and a husband, the importance of faith. Oh, absolutely, yes, it's it's it's, it's foundational. And again, we talked about that, you know, earlier. This being Natural Family Planning Awareness Week, you know, the foundation, the domestic church, the family. This is what the church really revolves around. This is what. Uh, is is most important in in our in our parish life. Now we know we have single people and we have priests and we have vocations and other you know religious and that, but really all of that is in God's uh, great commitment to back to Adam and Eve, which is the family unit and 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 building that. And we are the ones that are the the parents in in our baptismal call when we bring a baptized are going to bring our child to be baptized. We have godparents, but also, I think you told me this last week, you know, it's important to have the baptism inside the liturgy so that everybody is a part of that because we're all there to raise that child. But most importantly, it's the father and the mother that are going to be the primary teachers. But we need the support of the whole community. Absolutely. When we're receiving that child into the Christian family, we want the prayers and the support of the entire gathered community. Um, I kid you not, I go out into the commons area here of this parish, and right now you see lots of cake pans, lots of bowls, 
Why is that? Because it's a supportive community. Uh, when we are surrounding ourselves in that prayer, when we are witnessing to the faith, not only in the church itself, but you know, into our workplaces, into our homes, into the greater community, it is amazing to see, again, uh, this uh, great happiness and joy that we have, even when challenges come. And why mm-hmm. is that? We are keeping our relationship with Jesus, and it is so important and so beautiful. And also, so thank you, Michael, for just really bringing that uh, to light, because yeah. uh, it is uh, something that sometimes, don't we take that for granted? We do, and I, I, and I think, it, you know, not, not putting down any other priests or anything, you know, uh, you know, each priest has their own style and stuff, but I think it really is important, and I really, it really is missed when you go and you see that a baptism is being done outside of the liturgy. Not saying that that's a bad, you know, it's, it, it's, it's acceptable, and, it, and it's a part, you know, maybe, the, you know, there's reasons for that, but it is so much more, I think, a great blessing when it is part of the liturgy. That's all I'm Definitely. getting Definitely, absolutely. Reminder, guys, it's 877 for the call-in number. And again, any question you have, it doesn't have yeah. to be about what we are talking about now or about Alicia and Mark's wonderful presentation. You mm-hmm. may have any question that's been on the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as uh, as we continue to live our faith and journey with the Lord, it's a beautiful gift for all of us, really. On Facebook, also, absolutely. If you're connected that way, give us a give us a shout out there. Uh, put a little note in there, and we can get that on the air for you. I know there's people out there, and I know you're listening, and maybe you're just like, oh, the phone lines are busy or whatever. No, we're waiting for your calls, so please. I had a young couple. Oh, go ahead. I, sorry, I had a young couple that said they were probably going to call in this morning. They are actually one of my newer couples that I'm preparing for the sacrament of marriage, and I really take to heart personally as I pray for each of these couples every single day, um, ever since I meet them and really begin that preparation process. One of the things I actually enjoy is at our first meaning when I'm going over the initial paperwork and and asking them how have they met uh, what was it that drew them to each other how is God working in your relationship you know all of the different initial questions I actually have one of them stand on the outside of the office door and we mm. close the door why is this there is a window in the door and I ask them to have a conversation with each other to to express their love for each other they share then therefore Michael that this is difficult to do why because there is this barrier there is this block Mm -hmm. the door even though they can see each other there's still this barrier and that's where the seed of nfp is planted that Mm. we don't want that barrier we want to be open to life and how the lord can help us be open to that when we are ready and when we are ready to be open to that so it is just a gift uh just uh to prepare couples so yes well i think that's that's beautiful you've told me that story before father and i'm just like in awe that you know that 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 is such a beautiful way to put that not only only in putting the seed there of that, but I mean, really, if, if you don't have Christ in your marriage and as the center, I mean, that can also be a barrier, you know, that you're, you know, and communication is so, so vital that you need to be able to hear each other, most importantly, and listen, because God gave us two ears and only one mouth, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, one of the things with Mark and Alicia is we were blessed, Michael, to be able to witness to them, talk uh, to each other. They were facing each other yep. um, at our table here in our on-location studio, if you will. And uh, and the beautiful way that they are able to express their love for each other and their great communication skills is just an excellent example. It looks like we do have a, yes, a do. listener uh, question here. You want to read it, Father? Absolutely. So 
the question from one of you is in Genesis, reading through the life of Jacob and how he had his wives Leah and Rachel, who then each gave Jacob their mates to bear children after Leah had four, seems kind of messed up. How can we understand this better? Well, this is actually such a great question because one of the things that in the new ritual that we have for the sacrament of marriage when we're celebrating the wedding day, we talk about may the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, um, the God of Joseph and Mary, the God of our first parents uh, abundantly bless you. And we know that from the Old Testament as they were living their life and as God's uh, first chosen people, um, they were living out of that uh, generation. They were living out of that ideal. And when Christ, of course, comes onto the scene, he is challenging them that there is even a better way of life. So if we find ourselves getting caught up in some of uh, the earlier teaching, and I don't say that we're rejecting it, but we'll re we are coming into the fullness of the faith as, uh, as the Lord is instructing us. Again, not shaming us for previous things that have happened, such as the uh, caller has, has questioned, but, uh, but again, to be uh, able to come into the fullness. Right, Michael? Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's teaching all the way through the Old Testament, and the church never, I mean, that's why we have the two readings in, in, in the Mass, you know, in the, in the High Mass, because there's always a connect between what God was doing in the Old Testament and what was working and being uh, through God the Father in the Old Testament along with Jesus Christ. Of course, we know that we believe in the three, but that, that always is a tying back to what Christ is challenging us to move forward on that teaching. Is that not correct? That is absolutely correct. And again, uh, you know, the Lord did not come to abolish, um, but to fulfill. So right. again, he has this great responsibility and how blessed we are that for three years of public ministry, he was able to address such questions as, uh, as this individual has expressed to us. Again, um, the number is 877-795-0122. You can uh, Facebook message us as well, if that is something that is more comfortable for you. Again, 877-795-0122 or Facebook message us here. And again, any question yes. is possible. And we were trying to stump Father Tim Beeren here. He is with me, Michael Goldsmith. We're uh, in our segment of Straight Talk, trying to answer your questions and anything that you might have struggles with. I, you know, not even just, just this question was really good. You know, does that, it, it seems like it's messed up. And yes, it can, because that's why we have the teaching of the magisterium, right? Absolutely. And I'm so grateful for whoever you were that have uh, shared that uh, question with us. And here's why. I kid you not, this is beautiful. Literally less than two weeks ago, I was talking to a brother priest about this exact same topic and how it is challenging for some people. Because again, we uh, in our culture today have a tendency to try to utilize scripture to an advantage instead of growing in our holiness and growing in mm. our relationship with Jesus. And so if we get caught up in certain segments mm -hmm. and not look at the bigger picture, uh, you know, that's a danger for all yes. of us and, and really uh, to be careful in all of that. Uh, as an example, that is a reason why we have this cycle of readings, you know, to be open to all of the Word of God and, and not just what a pastor wants to uh, teach on or preach on in that particular day, you know. So um, we in the Catholic Church, we have this responsibility to open ourselves up to all Scripture and, and to allow it to touch our hearts and to see how that Scripture is timeless. Like today's uh, Gospel, it's mm -hmm. timeless. You know, the challenges, Michael, that, uh, that the Lord had as he was teaching uh, the parable and instructing them and what the parable means it's amazing two thousand years later here we are still living this out and are still challenged so how I, is how is that scripture i think you said that in your homily father you know how is that scripture coming into your heart how are you taking that's what this that's what the the gospel was talking about today 
you know, about how, how is that, how are you taking it into yourself and how are you growing in that? Because that's where the fruit is what's the best out of uh, what God's giving you. It's really our blockage that, that where that seed is falling in our life. So we are the ones that really need to change and bring that, you know, into fruition. Well, let me explain it this way. I'm a farm kid and uh, growing up on the farm, you know, you have to really be patient with God as God is really patient with us. And there is a great joy when you are in the spring of the year and able to smell the earth that has been mm-hmm. overturned to allow the seed to be planted. But again, you have to be patient with God. God knows what we need. Um, God knows what we are um, doing. And and as a result, um, we need to be patient with that. And because of our patience in that, uh, God knows what we need. But I wanted, you know, at, at times as a kid, not patient enough. I want that, that corn to grow. I want that soybean to come out of the ground. I want to be able to do that. And um, again, you know, God knows what he's doing. We have to be patient with that. So as that seed is sown in our hearts, you know, we have to be patient with God as well as God is patient with us. Ultimately, I truly believe that God wants us to be happy. But sometimes that happiness is going to bring us um, the cross. We're going to find ourselves in trial. You're going to get that untimely phone call. You're not expecting it. You're going to get that uh, that message from someone. And again, you weren't ready to receive it, but have faith. You know, God is with you at all times. And, and you find yourself as you get through these difficult situations, because that seed has been planted in mm-hmm. faith, that you're going to get through that. So I just want to encourage our listeners, uh, do not be afraid. The Lord is always with you. He's always accompanying you. If you have any questions, please call us at 877-795-0122. This is uh, Father Tim Buren and Michael Goldsmith. We'd love to have you on the air, but if you do not want to be on the air, that is completely understandable. You may send in your Facebook message. Yes, we uh, have. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Michael. Go ahead, Michael. I was just going to say that you were just talking about this a little bit, but this this question from the listener kind of, maybe you can delve into this a little bit more about what you were talking with the soil. When we talk about cultivating the soil in our hearts, how do we do that practically in our lives? Well, one of the things, we have to be grounded in prayer. Uh, it, it goes without saying, think of your friendship circles and, and the people that you're closest to. If mm-hmm. you don't cultivate a relationship with them, that's going to become stagnant. Right. If you only turn to them in your time of need, before long, they're going to want to abandon you or reject you. Now, granted, the Lord doesn't do that, but as a result, we need to be open to that. Um, so as as a result of being open to that, that faith is cultivated uh, in our own hearts when we turn to the Lord in prayer, when we keep him at the center of our mm-hmm. lives. You know, uh, going, to the, uh, going to Mass, uh, you know, the importance of the sacrament confession. I think many times we're afraid of something that may has occurred in our hearts or a sin that has been committed that that God will not forgive. And we have to, again, let go of that fear. And once we get into the confessional, to allow the Lord to to touch our hearts, to heal our hearts, again, Mm -hmm. from the very depths of our being, you know, from the the recesses deep within our own heart, how that that seed has truly been planted. So, yes, I that's where this gospel is talking about this morning, where that seed's going to fall is where it's going to gain the great, greatest. But ten, what we were just talking about, t- tying it back to the Old Testament, we heard in the first reading, uh, the Ten Commandments in, in today's readings. So that that's telling us, you know, God has so much love for us. Of course, we know that Jesus Christ came for us. We are in that. But in the Old Testament, the first thing that the law was planted and and the people had to turn to the law and the people had to be cultivated in the law and they had to follow and that's what god was calling them through that is where the soil is going to be prepared 
for us is if we follow God and his law. Absolutely. And then, and then in the fruition and in the fruit that comes from that, that's, you know, in our, in our love and what we have, giving that to other people. Yeah, you know, Michael, going along with that, you know, I, I've heard people say this, um, and, and, and in all reality, they mean this from the depths of their hearts. And, and I need to correct something that is being said a lot, that there's two different gods or two different styles of God or mm-hmm. Heavenly Father. There's the God of the Old Testament and there's the God of the New Testament. Obviously, it's one God. Uh, I think sometimes why people misunderstand is because uh, in the Old Testament, what's going on here? Um, there was the sin of Adam and Eve, right. and God had to had to have a punishment for that. Think of you uh, parents that are listening. When we're raising our children, we have to be parents today. We have to be able to give them a punishment. Uh, we, we have to help them become the best that they can be. And so all along, uh, God in the Old Testament is really loving us. He's loving us to be better. That's why he's giving us these rules. That's why he's giving us these challenges. And, and that's why the prophets are not, are not giving up. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're saying there is going to be a Messiah, that there is one that's going to be coming. There's one that's going to be taking us from the darkness of sin. So, uh, so not to lose that look, heart. So. Look forward to it. But you still have to, we still, even today, Father, we still have to uh, follow the law and follow Christ and and we need to look forward to that beautiful thing that's coming when we die we want to be forever in eternal love with God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit right we certainly do absolutely we want to be uh, able to share in the wonderful beatific vision so again let's look at uh, calling us why don't you give us a call so thank you for those that did message us on Facebook we understand but if you would like to be live and on the air with us call us at 877-795-0122 we have another question coming in here father for you can you speak to the power of media and how it can be both used for good and evil i think we talked about that with mark and alicia too i mean you really have to be really uh, uh vigilant over what you're seeing on because the, there's so much information out there can you well you know when uh, thank you for whoever sent us that question because this is just one avenue of media and i think this is a a very important aspect of media i really you know uh our particular local uh, station is AM 970. Of course, we're all over uh, in this area um, for wherever you are listening from. But uh, you know how, how easy it is just to simply turn on the radio or to listen online and to find ourselves being inspired, not even just by the local uh, shows, but also uh, uh, the national ones, because we, we constantly want to be able to be open to grow in faith. But that's, that's an easy way to explain it. Mm-hmm. I think the challenges of media that are out there are that uh, simply uh, look that, uh, you know, are the younger generations their their noses are buried in their devices mm-hmm. and they're not having those real relationships they're not having those those conversations they're not out playing the games you know as a family but rather being buried in technology and so media can be a negative uh, way in that and then also you know looking at our news uh, uh, segments and uh, other uh, commentaries that are out there you know um, regardless of where we're coming from we have to be very careful in our discernment of how media is affecting us or allowing us uh, to grow are we growing closer to Christ with this particular media that we are engaged in so are as we watch the news at night is this helping us to grow in holiness or are we becoming angry or is this delighting uh, you know so just something you know to be able to ask you know these questions to ourselves is, is this helping me grow in my relationship with Jesus or am I just becoming angry and bitter you know what is it how is this affecting me in a negative way so should we father you know really 
ultimately it's up to us as far as a choice, right? I mean, we always have that choice. That's what free will is all about, right? So, but when when we're seeing this, we're seeing, or maybe somebody else is telling us in our family and trying to be loving about it that, you know, you're not being the person that you are called to be, you know, maybe that media is affecting you in that way. And so maybe that's some somewhere where you need to like take into your consideration, maybe go into prayer, maybe as we have beautiful here at St. Charles Borromeo, we have the Eucharist out for adoration. Maybe that's a time for you to go and be quiet with God and say, you know what, I need to turn this negativity off. Absolutely. It it's not to say that, that, that the media, I mean, what's going on in the world isn't important, but maybe we need to turn it off for ourselves. You know, and absolutely. And I think uh, the listener that did send us this question on Facebook, because I'm not an authority in this, in that regard with the, with the media. I, you know, I, of course, have, have my um, opportunity to share. And of course, uh, as I live the teachings of the church and, and we see the importance of the new evangelization and being able to reach out through media mm -hmm. sources. So, but yes, being grounded. Michael, as you have shared, in prayer, in our relationship with Jesus, in the sacramental life of the church, that's going to allow us then, therefore, to be able to live actively out in these challenging areas. But let's be blunt, we have to give parameters to ourselves as well. You know, um, in our, you know, daily journey, are we, you know, mind, body, and spirit? Are we, are we uh, opening ourselves up to what God is asking of us? So there's, there's a, when we, when we talk about Lent, Father, mm -hmm. what's the three things that we, that we pray? Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So, but, you know, fa fasting is, I think, one of the very, uh, things that our church is lacking and I hear a great deal about it and fasting isn't necessarily about food fasting is about things that are turning you away from God and this would be the perfect example if it's if media is dragging you down it's time to fast from that listeners maybe uh, social media maybe your smartphone or or device that you find yourself on having to put out that perfect selfie uh, I think there's statistics out there that I believe I read recently that someone takes seven pictures of themselves before they post the perfect one yeah what is that doing to us right. what is that saying so yeah Michael absolutely take that break you know fast from that and watch your holiness grow you know watch watch your relationship with the lord continue to deepen so again uh we're almost to the end here listeners eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two we're grateful michael goldsmith and this is father tim Beeren here on location at saint charles borough catholic church uh near the white river valley here in southeast minnesota it's so great to be here with you again just with the fasting thing father i think when when we go into fasting and i think the, the you know christ talks about this when he's saying you know fast come in and don't don't look like you're down and you're dragged out and you're you know clean yourself up bring yourself in in prayer do it in the silence between you and god nobody else needs you know not that we shouldn't reach out to other people i'm not saying that but when we are fasting and we are drawing ourselves into that we need to be look like we are presenting ourselves it's, it's, that is such a such a truth in all of that for all of us and circumstances happen at work at home things come up uh, challenges happen where of course that's going to be a challenge but i think from the from the long-term standpoint that's so important for all of us you know uh and so 
as we as we share this important uh, gift, it's it's such a gift because of how the Lord is always infusing uh, the Holy Spirit within all of us. You know, just uh, this past week alone, I had two um, early morning uh, death notifications. Mm. You know, and the families called, and of course, I went to be with them upon receiving these phone calls. Uh, one I got back around uh, four fifteen, maybe in the morning, and uh, had a very long day the next day. Um, so you know, I really was praying for the grace to be open to not uh, allow that. That, uh, uh, that lack of sleep to inhibit uh, the ministry. Of course, right. then I found myself being able to uh, catch up a little bit later during the day. But right. for all of us, you know, we're in this together, right. brothers and sisters, you yes. know. Um, yeah, so what a gift. Thanks, Michael. Yes, thank you, Father, for all that you do and all the priests out there and being open to us who are for the sacramental side of the church. And we need to pray for our priests. So I pray for you, Father. Uh, thank you to all those who have called in and wrote your questions. Well, just a reminder that this is from 9.30 Central Time every Monday through Friday uh, that we have our priests on and we uh, are asking questions about the faith. So please, whenever you have a chance, either call in or uh, give us a Facebook question on there. We'll, we'll try to get to your questions as best we can. Up next, we will lift up in prayers during Pray for Yours, and Sarah Vedder will share about her passion for the Onward and Upward program. And later in the show, strap in for our tour of the local events during our 10-minute tour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Tim Buren and Michael Goldsmith. Stay tuned for more. 